Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind. Welcome to episode 67 of Eat Sleep Run Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. There is four of us in session at the moment. The mountain goat, Nathan Barden. Mm. Bradley Wax Cullen. Evening. Myself, Wooly. And we've got guest host, friend of the show, Peter Lewis yeah, in the studio with me. G'day. Just want to start this week's show with a shout out to our local park run, North Lakes. Just want to let the uh, all the volunteers know that we really appreciate what they do. And if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to run every week. A couple of times on here, we've kind of um, given it a bit of stick about being short. And yes, we uh, we don't mean any anything bad by it. We we just uh, just chatting rubbish. We didn't we we hardly realise anyone's listening, but <laughs> people are. So we just want to give a shout out to North Lakes and say. Um, Thanks for to the volunteers for um, doing what you do. We we really appreciate it. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm a park run director down at Warner, and I know that it, one of the things as a park run director, I get, I do get a little bit annoyed if we we cop what I think is a bit of unfair criticism. Uh, you seem to tend to take it personally. You know, obviously, park runs a free event. It's run by volunteers, and without them, we don't have it. So, yeah. and the other thing about it is if you, if it's your local park run, you run it every week. So does it really matter if it's a bit different? And I've, I've actually thought, let's just, I know that I used to run at Chermside every week and uh, they went and got an official course measurer out there and suddenly they whacked an extra 50 meters on the course. <laughs> and I'd been so close to getting under 19 minutes. I was a bit annoyed actually, even though, you know, they spewing. I thought, oh, all those 1903s, 1906s. Now I've got to run another 38 meters to get to get these. So I thought, you know, really probably wasn't probably wasn't necessary. I mean, I'd like to I'm, I'm gonna measure the course down at North Lakes because I'm curious to know myself. My guess is that the lap is around about 1.67, which would and if yeah. you do three laps, you're gonna get close. Cause I noticed this week. Everybody's GPS with on the new course, which is how they're running it. Yeah. Three, four laps, and they're pretty, pretty close to the mark. Um, I guess that separation on the start finish line, but I, I, I don't know because I've never measured it. Um, but I'm just sort of curious m- myself. But it doesn't really bother me because I know that it's I've run North Lakes forty times, yeah. and I know what a good time is there, and I know what a bloody yeah. bad time same, is. Same, same with me. Um, yeah. yeah, and you. Yeah, it's the, the course is the same every time. We've had the same thing said about Warner. Water off a duck's back with me. I'll probably yeah. get more annoyed when people have a go at the volunteers and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, why don't you volunteer yourself? Yeah, that's yeah, it. I, yeah. I could volunteer more. Oh, mate, so we had somebody talk. one day complained that the that the tar walker got in front of them. And we had another one that complained about one of the marshals moved before the last runner had gone finished. And I thought, well, it's a... It's a lap course, you know. You know, you've done this course a hundred times. What do you complain about the marshal? Yeah. I think as well we forget that it's just a fun. It's just a fun thing, and uh, we take it too seriously. It's like Matilda got like literally knocked over at the finish line. Some guy had to beat her, and she wasn't. She was just taking an easy run. She was doing about twenty-eight minutes. And this guy got real serious and 
you know, we don't win anything, do we? We don't win any medals and that. Um, it's just uh, it's just a, a great opportunity with volunteers to be able to run and sort of have a bit of a smash out. Uh, and it's probably one of those only times in the week when you really can sort of run at that pace and feel that you can sit with other people and you're getting dragged around. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think sometimes we take it a bit too seriously when we have to remember that. But it's a community, it's a community event and it's done great things in a, in a world where we've sort of lost a little bit of a sense of community. I mean, the old days, people sort of went to church every Sunday and that was a community event for a lot of us. And like Woolly and oh, I, our yesterday, we've gone up with all our friends and done something together that we all enjoy doing. We could have easily got lost on the course out at Ocean View. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but, sure. but nobody's going to care if we care if we did. Uh, as long as we got back to the finish line at some point in the uh, in the morning, but that's our sense of community. It's great. You go down a park run, you're going to see people you know. I, I, look at the I people we've got to know. I mean, I've got to know like I wouldn't have probably known got to know Sparling if it wasn't through park run, and yeah, um, none of us would have. You know? Yeah, no. so but I, a lot of my mates that I've gone on running trips with, and that, or you know, so these are people I've gone on holidays with. Essentially, I've met them at park run. The guy went over to New York Marathon and did it with. We met at Chermside Park Run because we were about the same standard. He beat me by two seconds, the bastard. I've never let him forget it. Two seconds over 42K. Oh, and I know everyone knows I like a whinge. It's Nathan's whinge of the week. Um, I have something to say. Oh, I've got, I have got a whinge of the week. Um, but, you know, look, we're, we're just trying to offer some feedback. We're not like, having, a, having a bad dig. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, and uh, people who know me know that I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm very honest and um, probably sometimes too honest. And um, I just say what I'm thinking, but d don't in any way think that we're, we're pissed off. We're just, um, just, you know, we're speaking, we're just chatting like we are with Dan. Yeah. We're just chatting shit and don't even realize yeah. that we're even, uh, it's, it's like a same conversation listen. we could have had this morning after our run while we we're having a coffee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Yeah, 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 and that's that's what it is. It's because we know each other. You know, I mean, we've been, we've been, we've all grown up together. Like Fraser, me, and Steve, and uh, um, that was a bad use of English, wasn't it? Uh, it be, uh, Fraser, Steve, and I. Um, we've all grown up together, so we know each other so well that um, yeah, we just it, we're just talking like we are mates. And um, but you look at the people that you run with, like most of them, I've met at Park Run. I met. You know, yeah. Kim Dingwell, poor girl, AJ eh? Fernandez, Newback. Yeah, I can, all the people mm. that we've sort of talked about. Yeah. Most of them, I've met them through, through Park Run or through Striders, but often they've come to Striders because they've started yeah. Park Run. And they want to get quicker. Yeah. yeah. But, and they also enjoy the camaraderie that, that goes with being in a club. And, and Park Run is like a club, you know, especially your local one. You follow, though, they're the people yeah. you follow on Strava. Yeah. We love it when they take a PB. So a massive shout out to all of the parkrun volunteers all over, all over Australia, all over the world, but especially our local one at North Lakes. We've uh, all had a pretty wicked week of running, some uh, local events and shit, loads of stuff to talk about. Who's going to kick us off with... Um, Brad, why don't you go through your week? Because you probably haven't done that much because you raced today. Yeah, I didn't do that much uh, through the week. Um, well, I got 39.30 for the week. 21 of that was the... Yeah, 21 was the um, 
So what day was the uh, June seventh? What day is that? What day is that? You got me on here now, Wally. <laughs> but I did a ten and a ten and a ten point twenty. Mate, the uh, June five was Monday. So I took those off after the twenty two k on the um on the Sunday. Oh, you said to me um on Facebook you were going to have two days off. Yeah, and then on the the eighth I did the eight k, so that was just uh oh that was just four k out pretty reasonably paced like uh five twenties, and then the, and that for the first four k, and then the other four k was under the, so it was four fifty three to four thirty eight finishing, um, man that was about it until today, so my week was pretty quiet. I try to take. Thursday, I think it was Friday, Saturday off. I didn't do park run Saturday and then head out the Sunday um Wednesday and half marathon today. How'd that go? Felt pretty strong first seven K actually. Old Spartan wasn't too far away, eh? And on the first two turns I was put I was probably about man, I've only been probably over a minute away from him, but um started to feel that uh at the 10, 11 K mark started to, I started to hurt a little bit. And um, once we got down to that Sandgate jetty, you had to go over the jetty one time and then go left and go out to the sort of the end area where it goes up the hill. But instead of going up the hill, we went back around up the jetty again. Um, and then when we turn on that jetty, Man, the wind was just pumping in your face. It what, just, like, so it, where the park run goes? Yeah, up that jetty. So you got up there first, and then you come off the jetty, and you had to go left out towards where the big hill is. And then you make a U-E there, and then head back onto the jetty again, do the circle. But so you don't go right down. You're probably about halfway. And then you turn right and head back to the finish line. But I, Yeah, that was um, pretty... I felt pretty heavy at that time when I was heading back, but you know, I just had to just push, you know what it's like, guys. Man. As as nice as it is, as flat along there, are you like when you got a even just a little bit of wind, uh, can be, be soul destroying, eh? Oh yeah, if it had been more if it had been like more west, because at the start you headed west, um, it wasn't too bad, but it was picking up as the minutes went by, man. It was a southerly when it? it was like south southeasterly, I think, this morning. Yeah, well, when we turned on that um, jetty, it was coming at you. So that was coming in from the west, and that was that was pretty brutal. Thank God it wasn't, you know, like three k in it. That would have really, that would have kept me really good. But you, so that, you were pretty close to your PB anyway, so you had a pretty good run. Yeah, that was fifty six. I think it was about fifty six. So it was one thirty five, fifty six. So when I get today. 13652 I think not bad minute off well done mate yeah, yeah. it's just weird because um I didn't even train that much um I train still train but nothing like this um and you know not drinking alcohol and that for the last what well, been five months now um, another one he's not drinking you're not drinking either are you Willie nah yeah I stopped on the January the 8th I went cold turkey so um but yeah i've still got a lot to learn man as a runner There's a long way to go i just maybe not have the years to do it all but um yeah 
there's a lot to learn and where I know where I've got to be and how far I can push myself, man. Ah, just keep no, good effort, away. Where are you going to go out next? Where are you going to aim for next? For the that Gold Coast. I'm doing that Gold Coast uh, marathon, but I'm, I'm aiming to um, finish it, really, and not to walk. But I know I'll finish it if it kills me, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to go out crazy. That's just, I'm just going to keep saying myself, no, just, I want to try and stick to about 520, 530 pace. I think you could do uh, 540. If you go at 515 in your super shoes, okay, I reckon you get 340. Yeah. I think you got the, got it in you, on your, on your half K time. Yeah, I know, man. I would agree. Certainly 345. Yeah, 340 is what you should be able to get off that sort of half marathon. Hmm. Yeah, I see they say times your half marathon time by 2.19, give you a rough. It um, does, but it assumes that you're uh, doing the volume of marathon training. Whereas if you're doing a half marathon type training or 10 K yeah, okay. type training, it's a little bit different. So fair enough. Um, yeah. I, that's the reason I'm saying 345, not, not 340. Should be able to, if you was doing 80 K a week, I'd say 340, but you're probably not doing 80 K a week. Are you wax? No, I'm getting about 50. To, I think my biggest week was 66 there a few weeks back. Yeah, so, but somewhere in that range. Yeah. The, the thing is, just don't go out too fast. Go out at 520s and you'll probably be okay. Yeah. Go out at be good. 450s good and you'll probably pay for it. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay for it. Pete, are you going, uh, are you doing the Gold Coast? I am. Oh, excellent. We have a good crew there this year. Yeah. We're a big crew. Do you want to go, Nate? Because you uh, yep. had. You would have been recovering from the Brisbane Marathon on the Sunday. Yeah. And I felt it in my legs this week. Um, I was going to go boxing Tuesday. I I just was tired mentally as well. And then so I went uh, 12K Wednesday night, 14K, 14K Thursday night, and then got uh, sidetracked with the dog wrangling. And um, I always stop when there's a dog out, so I had to. Oh, is that what that thing on your Strava was? You had the dog by the collar. Yeah, with a dog, and then um, he was only at live up around the corner. So when I went to walk off, pull it, he didn't want to go with me. So I picked the thing up, and it weighed about thirty-five kilos. Jeez, it was heavy. I was like, and my arms were dying. And then the the brother, the owner, came down the road, and then he started skateboarding home with it. And the dog said, "Oh, I run now." I went, "Oh, you sod." Like so, uh, what sort of breed was that, mate? It was a cross between, I think, a Staffy and a Sharpe. It was a well, the, so I just when I first saw it out front, my, I stopped because it was about fifteen meters away from me. I just went, oh, and I thought, oh, you're a Staffy looking Sharpe. I thought, well, I don't know if it was going to attack me or that, but then it was quite friendly, and so I said, oh, come here, come here. And it had a council tag on it, but not a the someone's telephone number. So I phoned the council, and they actually phoned the owner, and they connected me through. And I told him where I was. He goes, oh, I'm just around at number 19, whatever. And I said, okay, I'll take it around there. And and she said, I'll get my brother to come down, so, who lives next door. Um, and then rest Friday, easy 10K yesterday. I went up around the uh, golf course at North Lakes. Um, it's such a nice area, isn't it? Yeah. It's a real shame to see the clubhouse all boarded up. Um, and I'm hoping that, you know, that it doesn't get all turned into sort of uh, houses and flats and things and might be able to keep it as as the course. But anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, and then this morning was 
Um, it was thir- it was meant to be thirty seven k of thirteen k easy, thirteen k race pace, and eleven k recovery uh, easy. So, um, when my alarm went off at four thirty, I was like this real, this real nagging feeling. I, I knew I was going to run, but it just was like of not to go. And sometimes I listen to listen to those. You know, and you're like, it was really strong. Don't go, don't go. So I went back to bed and I got up at seven o'clock and then went for a run then, but from home. And I just went out and thought, right, well, I go to Warner, which was 10K, quick pit stop there, then run out to, went all the way out through Bray Park, made it out to Strathpine through Launton. um, uh, And I did the 11K I was trying to work out how long it takes to get home. So I did 11K at race pace and then a bit of a, uh, a rest. Some old lady, I stopped outside this these like little apartments and this old lady said, oh, oh. she goes, uh, what are you training for? And I, oh, yeah. and she goes, oh, my husband used to be a marathon runner. Would you like some water, young man? I said, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Because I did, I, all I'd had a, in 24K was a can of V um, oh, to drink. Shit. So um, I was like, oh, yeah. I, 200 mil of water or whatever was great. And then um, I, I ended up doing it. And then I saw on the map, it was like 11K to home. So I was like, oh, great. So it was 36K all up on my own. I was like pretty, um, I was pretty happy with that. There's a bit of stoppage time there. There's like nearly, there's 20 odd minutes, nearly half an hour of stoppage time, I think. Um, but a couple of toilet stops. Yeah. You know, like I just, um, water, nutrition, uh, and losing some some carbs there so it definitely does play it you definitely have to get those carbs in early um which i did at halfway last week at the brisbane marathon i had that big carb drink which really made a difference um anyway i think that's like 60 uh 73 biggest week for a while i think 73 odd k for the week so um but i could feel in the heel and it was a hilly run today what was that that was um it's up 300 odd meters of elevation in that run today. So, Bloody good doing that on your own too. It must have been so yeah. boring. Oh, it wasn't too bad because I was in my own head just looking at my pace and just thinking about things, thinking about race. I like that, you know, I don't have any music plan. I just, I, I am a thinker, a bit of an overthinker. I was just able to think about the race, just think about, you know, what was hurting, what wasn't hurting, trying to get used to being in that hurt locker. And, uh, yeah, I could feel the, I could feel that marathon in my legs in the hills. So I definitely know I've got I've got three weeks now to start tapering, um, and um, I think you know the big K's are big K's are done. So yeah, that was me. Really? Might do you good to get a massage. I definitely need it. Yeah, I need to need to, Sorry, my no, IT bands are hurting. IT in my left IT into me into my knee and my left Achilles was a bit sore down there right on the ankle, which I get. So. Uh, Wax yeah. just dropped out. Yeah, he's in there. It looked a bit slow, didn't it? Mm. But yeah, so no, not a bad week. I think you've had a pretty, you've had a cracking week, haven't you, Steve? Yeah, I've gone, um, I've gone pretty well. I'll, I'll tell you what I've done. You can go last, yeah. then Pete, and then we can sort of roll into your, mm. your other stuff. Yeah, so you Monday do that was... a couple of k. Yeah, I think I'm going to seven. One point seven two. You need, I think, isn't it? I think I'm going to just to like sort my legs out. I had a good week, but I had a bit of a shocker on um, Tuesday. I did an easy run on Monday. I was still feeling a little bit um, tired from Sunday's long run. 
And then Tuesday was supposed to be five by five minutes between 3.20 and 3.30 pace. That's First fun. two reps, uh, I think it was five minutes on, two minutes jog, and then five minutes and so on. And uh, I did the first rep, I was about 3.27 average, and I thought, ah, that's good. I always sort of suffer on the first one, and then the second one's always a bit easier. Then the uh, second one was good, about 3.25. And then on the third one, I got about halfway through, and like, I was telling her, I was explaining this to Paul at um at, at a park run on Saturday. It was like I was looking at my watch and the pace kept slowing down and I was kind of like screaming at my legs to get moving, but they just were slowing down. And I just got progressively so slower from there. The fourth rep was just an absolute um grind. And then the fifth rep I turned around and, and I was already like completely cooked but I was into the wind and I managed to hold like four minute Ks for the, for the fifth, um, five minute rep. But I was like, a, yeah, I was a bit pissed that I just couldn't, um, grind that out. Then, uh, Wednesday I was, uh, 10 K on the grass whilst uh, my son played soccer. And then, um, we were doing the striders like tourist park run out to ocean view which is like a really hilly park run. Yeah. So Paul said, scrap the session on Thursday, just jog easy for 45, do the same on Friday, and then have a bit of a hit out on uh, Saturday. So we all went to Ocean View. Hey, Pete, that was a great turnout there. Terrific. And and I'd recommend Ocean View if you're looking to do a park run that's a little bit different. Like, like well, we've spoken about this before that I've been around a heaps of park runs. I've done about eight, 83 around the world. Ocean View is probably the second toughest one I know, but it's, it's a fun one to do. You know, it, it, it's interesting. You don't go up there for a PB, but it was beautiful morning, yeah. Saturday morning, cool, clear, still. What one would you say is harder than that? Nambour on the B course, if you do it. That's got about 200 metres of elevation, Nambour. Ocean View's got around about 140. But it's a bit of side hill and, um, yeah, it's just a bit of variation on Ocean View. It's not – you're always going up or down. But, it's yeah, it was great fun to do. We had about 30 striders there so from the club, and, and that and that was great. It was great to support the event as well. Yeah. Mm. The race was director the, um... was saying that to get more tokens out because they're not used to the – yeah, that amount she of stuffed up because she only had the first 40. That's Rachel. Actually, Rachel. All the tokens were in order. I met Rachel first at, um, we did, you know, that Lake Manchester, Steve, where you got lost. I was at the finish line chatting with her for ages. Uh, we would like finish, we sat down a few of us. And then um, she does a few of the other trail runs and all that. And now I actually saw her as I was driving to park in for the, Brisbane Marathon last week and she did like she went sub four hours so she was over the moon I saw her I just happened to see her at the end um and that so um yeah just shame I haven't been able to get out there um to do it just because of other training obligations but um Ocean View Winery is one of our favorite places to go for food and it's it is a, yeah. it is a beautiful place and they've got some really good wine there that they make so I don't know if it was it wouldn't have probably been open, would it, yesterday morning at that no, time? No, it wasn't. Um, but it, it's it's just a nice place to go and do something you know, different. Yeah. I'd recommend people try and get up and do some of these park runs, support them. Yeah. Um, and, and they're fun. 
Where did, where did we, used to ride our, we used to ride our horses to there all the way from Ocean View where they used to keep them at the farm and ride all the way through and go there for lunch and try not to get too drunk and ride home. I've done it four times now. Oh, mate, it was like, it was hilly and hard, but it was bloody really nice, like probably one of the nicest park runs I've done. The, the whole, um, that Ocean View winery is just yeah. really nice. It's like, it reminds me of like a golf clubhouse, you know, just really great. Um, I think you turf around it. Nice. Such yeah. a great place. We went there for New Year's, New Year's Eve lunch uh, last year. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, very good spot, I reckon, for a wedding venue yeah. or some, something like that. And they set up for it too. They did married at first sight there one year, years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. So for anyone listening, the course sort of zigzags throughout all of all of the um what do you call it? The vines. Oh, the, and vi- that, the, the lines of yeah. vines, yeah. You yeah. go up and down them. Yeah, and it's oh, but you go through a few yeah. paddocks as well. Yeah, if you you got to dodge a few like cow pads, gravel road cow, at one stage. So cow pads are they look hard on the outside, but they're still running on the inside. You could be careful. Yeah, yeah. Things. Well, I came eighth, and I saw a footstep was in one of them. So someone oh, had been in there probably. Oh, really. oh, oh. It was yeah. in front it's of me. It's not like horse crap. Probably horse crap dries out, me. but that cow shit, man, you got to watch that stuff. It's it dangerous. Was, the- it was so cold that my eyes were watering. They so did. Like I could have put my the, foot the in my cow shit. No. Didn't look dry on the outside. It looked pretty fresh to me <laughs> most of it. But I, I mate, I ran really hard, and I was I run twenty one twenty, and I was third. I was uh, beaten by Paul Gourlay. Uh-huh. So, Simon Bradbury. Yeah, Gourlay went about nineteen and a half minutes, and uh, Bradbury went oh, twenty twenty something. A minute quicker than me, but um. Yeah, so that was actually pretty like a pretty tough run, and then you this morning, epic run today. Yeah, this morning I joined um, the Bush Turkey Boys to get this the the biggest um, marathon session out of the way. Run the whole thing with Liam McCarthy. I think we're probably going to run about the same time down at Goldie, and that was ten k easy, ten k at four minute k's, five k easy, five k at three fifty to four minutes. 5k easy and then the last 3k at around four minute k's and we hit the numbers like spot on they got a really good loop out there it starts at like deep water bend and then kind of goes through should i guess it would be bald hills like where did you start you know deep water bend where everyone goes fishing it, it, it'll be it'll be bracken ridge where it goes chinchy wetlands or something i think it was called. okay yeah, but it's dead flat except for one bridge that goes over the motorway. But apart from that, it was just perfect for doing like a big session like that. What did you do for fueling on that? Oh, run? I reckon I've got the fueling spot on. The only thing I've, I I I haven't quite got right is the the meal the night before. Like last night, I ate a I ate a load of pasta and um something else. I can't think what else what else it was, but it. I was good until I like during the warm up. I had to race to the loo, but apart from that, it was good. But this morning I had one normal Morton gel and then two caffeinated Morton gels, and that and was just for right. Drink? Uh, we had a drinks table set up, and I just had blue Powerades like we did. I you know like uh, last year at Gold Coast. Were you doing laps? Bottles. Yeah, so we, it was seven k laps. Uh, so every time we went past the table, just grab the bottle, run with it. Yeah, scald it. It's 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 pretty hard drinking, even out of a bottle. 
Oh, those Powerade bottles are terrible, though. I found some not ones that I used for last week are brilliant. So I've got two more of them. Just drink the drink, and then I'm going to mix them up because they're just easier to drink out of. Those Powerade hurt your bloody mouth. They're weird. Yeah, and I had gloves on, so it's sort of hard to hold, like a little bit slippery in that. Yeah. But yeah, that got me to 98 point something K oh. for the week, so I might consider going for a bit of a jog tonight. Listen to the OCD. Around that how are you finding, how's your weight at the moment? Because I finished today, I got home, I weighed myself. I was a 70 kilo on the dot, and I have not been that low for, and I've been, this week I've been, you know, after watching uh, that would be the uh, show of the week recommendation on Netflix, Arnold, the Arnold like, biography is, I think, three or four episodes. Um, and I was like, I need to eat more. So I've just been doing more protein drinks with carbs in and trying to eat more. But um, I don't know if it's the amount of training. I'm, I was 70 kilos and I've weighed myself before coming on here. I was back to 71. I think a lot of that is dehydration because I didn't really drink much on that run today. And it got quite warm because I didn't leave till man, quarter to eight. So, but um, well, that's yeah. that's that's why I think I've got the nutrition right because this morning I was like seventy-one kilos before I left. Yeah, and then once I'd finished, mind you, I did drink probably six hundred mils of water on the way home, mm. and a, and had a banana, but I was the same weight when I got home. Oh, that's good. I couldn't have lost too much, you know. I'd no. replaced whatever mm. I was, I'd used. So I thought that's why I think I've got the the gels and everything just about right. What about you, Pete? We, um, yeah, mate, look, look here. Yeah, I've, I've had a hundred K week, but that, that's pretty normal for me. Um, probably the major sessions were Tuesday. I did, and I, I, I recommend this session on the track or you can do it not on the track. I did five 1600 meters at my marathon pace and then followed each 1600 with a 400 hard. So I'm going 1600 at marathon pace. 400 hard by five so it's exactly 10k so it works well on the track so you actually get a 10k time out of it what's the rest uh, in between there is no rest so it's a 10k straight run so six, your marathon six, pace is six, your recovery well yeah sort of yeah. what you're trying to what, I, what i'm trying to simulate here is marathon pace with a bit of a twist in it every every seven minutes so i'm running about a seven minute mile yeah, you know, around about 420 to 425 pace for 1600 meters, and then I'll put in a sprint lap on the on the track, 400 meters, and I hit those all in 90 seconds. So that's 345 pace, and then I drop back for the next 1600. I'm going to go back to 420 to 425 pace, and then I after four more laps, bang, I put in a sprint lap. So it's a straight 10k run. Um, to give you an idea. I think my 10k time is about 42 and a half minutes. Um, but I've done it quicker. You know, there've been times when I've been able to hold four fifteen, you know, four tenths or four fifteens on the sixteen hundreds, and still run those ninety second four hundreds. Good, good little. It's it's more of a sort of a temp, it's more of a tempo effort, not a speed effort. Um, the reason I did that, I didn't want to do a speed one because on Thursday I decided I was going to do a full forty two point two kilometer long run, which I did. Um, I started at Decker Park ran to Sutton's Beach and then to along Anzac Avenue to Kipper Station. That's 14K. Had my first drink at a survey there, one third of the way through. Did the full rail link down to Petrie. That's another 14K. I think I had a gel at Kalanga at the station there. You know, there's a tap there. Then I kept going from Petrie Mill all the way back through Strathpine, Bald Hills, Brackenridge, onto the Deegan Deviation. Got back and I'd done 42K. So... 
it's a really nice run. If you want to do 42K as a big loop, it's a good one. Oh, um, massive. Yeah, it, it, it was. I had to do it on my own. I, I switched my – I couldn't do my long run today or yesterday. Yesterday because I went up to Ocean View with the crew. Today because I, I had to play bowls this afternoon. <laughs> I get bagged plenty about that, but I don't want to be turned up for a championship bowls match when I've you know, done a three-and-a-half-hour run. So um, – I went and did Ocean View, of course, with with uh, Woolly and the crew on Saturday. And this morning, I I just did twenty k up at Redcliffe there, and I, I ran with New Bowker and Amy Brackenbury because um, I know they run a bit quicker than I'd like to run my long runs at. But I was only doing twenty k, so probably twenty k at four fifty pace. They were doing a thirty five k session. They were going to throw down some tempo for the last five k. So that's that's pretty much that's pretty much my week. Good week. At least I don't have to do another 40k run though. That that's it until the Gold Coast. Hey, I saw her on um Facebook, I think it was. Amy was saying she's not going to target three hours at the Gold Coast. She was saying, "Oh, I won't be able to run with you, new. No, you'll be a bit quicker than me or something." And I was thinking, surely she could run all the training she's been doing. She'd have to be confident to run three hours. Yeah, look, she's a good runner. She's a good run. She ran a three oh three last year, so I'm hoping that she'll. I'm hoping she'll have a crack at it. Um, and and you were telling me, Pete, she bloody was a former um, Commonwealth Games rep representative for yeah, Triumph. oh yeah, yeah, and and she's a gun swimmer, a gun swimmer. She swims like three or four k each day, and she's lapping a one twenty two to one twenty five per lap. Uh, try it yourself. There you go. That's just, you're yeah. not going to be doing three or four k at that. So. No, I think you know. I think, yeah, she ran well this morning. She she'd had a cold, and you could hear it. And I, you know, she had no trouble the twenty k I did with them, and I saw that she did five k at the end at four ten pace. So, I think she's tracking pretty well. Yeah, and new 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 always tracks well. New always runs well. She's a very consistent runner and trainer. They train together. They do all their sessions together, um, and they're going really well. New is just like, she's like an inspiration. Or anyone who's a bit older running, like she's still kicking goals. Yeah, well, you know, she's she's in her fifties, and she broke the Australian record for the over fifties last year for the fifty k. You know, ran a two fifty six two fifty six marathon. Um, pretty good numbers, mate. And she um she came third at the Brisbane Marathon half last That's week for me, yeah. Yeah, mate, back. she was third overall. She's often she women. often podium. She came second in the marathon there a couple of years ago, did a two fifty eight. So mm. she's still running really well. And what, what what's really impressive is like she she's quick over park run for you know, obviously she's quick over park run for her age, but relative to a marathon time, you know, not as quick as what you might think. So she's able to sustain the pace. Um, yeah, she runs about a nineteen minute park run or a little bit under. But, you know, she'll go and do 10K and she'll do that in 38 something. And she'll yes, go and she do can. 21K in 124. You know, she, she can, can hold it. She can hold those four minute to four tens for a long time. Yeah, fuck, it's impressive, eh? Like, mm -hmm. I was saying this morning on that session um, running with Liam, I just, there's something about running at full flight where you're not going absolutely flat out. Like say for me that at that sort of four minute K's pace just makes you feel like a you're a real runner. <laughs> All right, that's the only way I can explain it. Like you just 
you're 20 plus k's into a run and, you, and you're rolling four but, minutes. but i think in. that's the difference between the half marathon and the marathon mm. you can do that in the half marathon and a lot of good 10k runners run a good half marathon but i've seen them crash and burn over the 42 yeah. uh, because holding it once you get sort of that two to two and a half hours and unless Jeez. you unless you keep yeah. and co you're going to be running for more than two to two and yeah. a half hours even if you're good that's where it gets tough. That's when nutrition and stuff like that becomes an issue. You can get away with no nutrition really at all for a half marathon. Once you hit two hours, 20 minutes or something like that into your run. Yeah. We, um, um, they say, don't they, marathon starts at 30, but like today, that's, I was, I was about ready to go. I wanted to go home at 30 K and then, I don't know if it was a psychological thing. I said it didn't I last week in the marathon. Once I was doing fine, I felt and Matilda, you look great at halfway. It was like, but well, once you hit that 30, that's when you sort of because we don't really, you know, with runs, uh, training runs, it's how often do you go past that 30k? And I think that's where it uh, well, the jury's out on that a little bit. I, you know, a lot of people tell you don't you don't have to run the full distance. And and and, and I did on yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I look, I ran my best marathon the year I trained for comrades, and I was did some fifty k runs and even a sixty k training run. Later in the year, I've run two fifty nine at New York. So you can't tell me that that didn't help. Mm. Um, it, yeah. And I know if I'd run a marathon at that time, <laughs> I did comrades, I would have gone under three hours. I pretty confident. Like I was doing training runs. Trying, I was doing a run. I remember doing a 42k one day, run walk. I did 5k running and three minute walk, and I did it until I'd done 42k. And I, and I got the 42k in about three hours 20. I've done 15 sure. minutes of walking in there because I was trying to practice what I might do for the ultra. Yeah. So, mm. I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. I think a lot of it's to do with injury prevention, and I, I'm sort of fairly lucky. I don't get injured too much, and I've been doing it for years, but. Touch Look, I was looking for at the 30k mark, and I was getting a bit bored on Thursday. I'm running on my own, and uh, I'm at Lawton, which means uh, my car's at Decker Park. So there's only really one way I can get there. Deliberately didn't take my phone with me, so I didn't oh. couldn't have an excuse to bail out and call an Uber. But uh, no, it went alright. Yeah, won't be doing another 40k run before the Gold Coast, sir. No, it's hard, isn't it, to strategize um, with. Um, a marathon but it is definitely something you've got to i was just saying to your sister steve because uh she's i, I just found out she's doing the gold coast full marathon and she, like what time she was aiming for but it, like well like you said pete with a half you could sort of basically smash it out and not worry about taking any nutrition you're just fucking you can run and go hard and survive but with a marathon it is a, it's a whole different well story. that's what wax did today but, and, and, well, that's pretty much what he did. He, yeah. he he slowed down a bit towards the end, but he was always going to get. He was always going to get there, and you yeah, know, he's done a reasonable, reasonable time. But it, you see, you don't have to strategize that much. You just run a bit slower than you normally would over a five or a ten, but not even that much slower. You, know, you can you can keep going for an hour and a half, but it's two and a half yeah. hours is different than one and a half hours. Hey, I I reckon in the half, like if I don't have some kind of gel or electrolyte i definitely suffer the last like say five six k like if I, but if i have say if i take an electrolyte drink from one of the drink stations five minutes later i'm feeling like better you know if i'm really struggling i have an electrolyte even if i just get a few sips in 
Definitely. But one, one drink, me. you can get through the half, can't you? You can get through the half. Yeah. One, one sports yeah. drink, um, you know, somewhere between 10 and 12K or even as late as 14K. It's not just the making marathon. sure the marathon don't go too too late and going, oh, I take one at eight, Take one at 8K. I always mm. have what I would, and we'll striders will have a little table set up at the 8K mark at the Gold Coast. Take them there. You won't need them. You, you'll, you'll go through there thinking, I'm not thirsty because it's cool and you're running well. Take the drink. Grab another one when you come back through that table at 24K. Have a gel down at the 16K mark. And it's an investment for later yeah. in the race. Yeah. Yeah. An investment that you need to make. You think you're cruising at, at the 10K mark in a marathon because you are. But you need to have had something then to take effect later. Well, yeah. that, that's that's how I've always done it anyway. It's like I say, when you drink, if you start drinking when you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. So absolutely uh, true. Yeah. Whilst we're talking about um, like fueling and and marathons and that, mate, we uh, caught up with you before you run the London Marathon, and then we've just all been so busy, we just haven't haven't had a chance to recap your your race. Talk, tell us about London and the the experience and how the race went and all the all that jazz. Yep. Well, look, London's always been my bucket list one. Once I'd done Boston, I think London was probably the one that, that I really wanted to do because it's a great city. It's my favourite favorite city to go and visit. I love going to the UK. I, I went to school there for a year when I was a kid. I played cricket for a season there. And uh, so I've always I've always loved, loved Britain. And Where uh, did you go to school? Birmingham, mate. I even visited the school, uh, you know, when I was there last yeah. month. I just wanted to see what the old house looked like. Well, I lived in in 1974 when I was seven years old. Yeah, my mum and dad were over there. My dad was over there for work for a year and the whole family. And back in the 70s, of course, it was a big thing to go overseas. You didn't, no Facebook and no calling back home or any of that. Yeah, you're writing letters. and you're writing a letter. Yeah. Mate, we were writing letters in 1991 when I played cricket over in Yorkshire. I used to write letters back home. I can't believe it. You know, you, you look back on it now, but. So, yeah, basically, um, we had four nights in London this time. So I went to the expo on the Thursday night. It was the Thursday afternoon. Um, the, the tour group that I'd uh, got the ticket through organised for us all to go out there on the Friday. But I'd, I wanted to have the Friday in London so that, you know, I could do some stuff there, um, do a bit of sightseeing. Um, so we did that on – I did that on the Thursday. Um, terrific expo. All those expos at those big, big majors – I mean, you're looking at forty thousand runners, so you've got the you've got wow. the numbers there to justify the expo. Yeah. So you get the you get the people setting up their merchandise and all of that sort of thing. Um, you could spend a fortune in there, but I try to avoid doing that these days. Sponsored by I reckon it's the best part of going yeah, to the New Balance, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I would have liked one of the jackets, but I didn't think they were worth two hundred bucks, so I got myself a cap. Yes. It was about twenty five, thirty bucks. Says London Marathon on it, so I got proof I was there. <laughs> but the actual the actual event itself, there's three three start lines at London. So you start out near Greenwich, near the observat, you know, the time observatory. Yep. Um, you are seated, so I, I was like only a couple of minutes behind the gun, I suppose, with my seed time that I went in with. Uh, most of them do something similar because it takes at least an hour to get all the runners over the start line. Those three start lines merge a few kilometres into the event. The streets are a little bit on the narrow side in London. That's one difference from other international marathons. I think the London streets are narrower. So you've got the crowd to ride in on you. You really feel, yeah, they, 
you know, you, you can touch them. So it's actually probably no wider than the Gold Coast Marathon. You've run down Hedges, haven't you? No wider than that in parts. So there are a lot of people on there. There are a lot of people at your pace, and it doesn't really matter what pace you get. Uh, got to Tower Bridge. Uh, when went over there, there's only one part of the course where there's a little bit of out and back, about two or three kilometres, and I just happened to be lucky enough to see the winners come through. So I got to see the the guy that won it, and he was he was smashing it. He he was well in front of second, and uh, and and I saw Robinson and Mo come through in about sort of sixth or seventh, and Robinson was just behind Mo, and I thought, oh, he's going to get him, and 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 he did. Yeah, because uh, they only had about five k to get five or six k to go when I saw him, and I suppose I had about fifteen k to go or something like that. Uh, from my own point of view, I've I've done better marathon. I've I've done better myself. You know, I was a bit disappointed with my performance. Um, I was sort of hoping to go under 310 and I kept it up for a while, but gee, I found it tough at the end. And, you know, I can't really put my finger on it, but it was consistent with the numbers I was hitting at training at the time. Just wasn't, wasn't quite able to nail park runs or nail tempo runs at what I would have liked. Um, what was the weather like? Was it, oh, it was pretty ordinary. <laughs> was it raining? Or? Yeah, a bit of drizzle. But it, crappy weather, it, didn't, wasn't it? it didn't stop a million people coming out to watch, yeah. uh, which is, which is fantastic. Um, so it was actually pretty good conditions to run in, I think. And, and the, certainly the winner's time would, would bear that out. It's not a difficult course in terms of elevation, uh, slightly downhill for the first seven or eight kilometers till you get onto the riverbank. Then you're pretty much following the riverbank. So you're pretty much, you know, pretty much flat from, from that point on. Yeah. It's a few little rises here and there. Great finish, uh, you know, one of the most iconic finishes. You come up um, along St. James Park there, I think it's called the Mall, and then you just turn at Buckingham Palace there. So your last 200 metres, you're running away from Buckingham Palace, so your finishing photo actually has Buckingham Palace in the background. Awesome. And, uh, and then, you, then the recovery area is probably about five 600 metres long through to what they call Admiralty Arch in Trafalgar Square. So it's good like that. Um, my wife did it as well, and, and she ran a four four hour seventeen, which uh, which actually qualifies her to get into the field in Chicago, which is one of the other majors. So thinking of doing that next year, we've both got qualifiers, so you know, don't have to go through a tour company and just pay the two or three hundred dollars to get in. Um, we might do that next September. I think is it easy to get in, or is it like you're waiting list like London? Not at all. Yeah. London won't let anybody in. Unless you're an elite elite, they'll get in. You have to go through a charity or a tour group or the ballot. But they have half a million people, you know, go into the ballot. Or... Oh, they've already had like six up. Yeah, like after, so, I think within a week of the finish of the, this year's one, they'd had 600,000 people. It's ridiculous. And it, yeah. your odds of getting in the ballot are probably about one in, one in 20 or one in 30. So yeah. really the only way in is to do it the way I did. And it doesn't matter how good you are, but the American marathon, so Boston, New York, Chicago, they will have time for age and gender. Mm. So for me to get into Chicago, I think I've only got to run about, I don't know, it might be three hours, 50 or four hours. It's not, it's not that hard for me, for me to get in. But yeah, my wife, we had a look at hers and the women's 50 to 60, you had to be able to run under four hours 20 and you're guaranteed entry. Oh wow! No ballot, no nothing. She's run four seventeen. You beauty, done. And yep. uh, I was so proud of her because I'm tracking her because I'm I've finished the marathon. I've hobbled back to the hotel room. I'm lying in the bath, got the phone out, and she's 
25k and it's got yeah got predicted God, finish. You would have had a later start. Yeah, she started an hour after yeah. me and ran it an hour mm-hmm. slower. So it's about two hours difference in the when we finished. So we were only 700 meters from the finish line, our hotel. So I went back there and and uh, and and tracked her on the tracker, and it gives you an update every 5k. And it predicts your finish time, but of course that prediction is based on your average speed to that point, and assumes yeah. you don't slow down, which I know that most of us do. I think I had it on for about four thirteen, four fifteen. I thought, oh, she's probably not going to make it, but she's she's hung in, and yeah, four four seventeen. She probably did the last kilometre quicker than I did. Wouldn't wouldn't have been that hard. It's just checking oh. the price of flights, isn't it, to Chicago? Oh yeah, but yeah. you know it was great, like having a few beers with all the people in our tour group that that had done it. There were about forty of us. I was kind of a bit embarrassed because, you know, they read out the times and mom was actually the fastest time and everyone sort of coming up. Oh, I was at a PB. You know, you must be really happy with that. <laughs> no. I'm thinking, oh, well, no. I, think, I think I've done 12 marathons that are quicker than that. So, but, uh, yeah, had a good, had a good time. You know, there's young, some young bloke and he's run about, what, 318. And I'm talking to him and I said, yeah, what do you run park run? And he said, oh, yeah, about 17 minutes. Oh, and I'm shit. thinking... I think he did quicker than 318. What was he doing? Just no, not... but he was stoked with that. And I said to him, I said, you do a bit of training, you know, get some get some Ks up. You're going to go a lot quicker than 318 if you yeah. can run seven. Because that's sort of Woolly's pace for park run. I don't think Woolly would be too happy with 318. That will have no. been a long day at the office. Something's gone real wrong. But, you know, I'll be happy, I'll be happy with 318. Did three park <laughs> runs while I was over in the UK. Did one up in Inverness, up in Scotland. Did one at uh, Richmond Park Run, which is one of the big parks Near Bushy Park, but I've done Bushy, so I want to kick off another one. And did one down in Poole in Dorset, which had 800 runners. Oh, shit. I couldn't believe there were that many runners, you know, like turn up for the weekly park run. How many? 800. Well, it's so, much, so heavily populated, the UK, and it compared to here. So well, but we've got, we've actually got more park runs here, you know, per, cap, mm. per capita. I mean, Brisbane must be the park run capital of Australia. Yes. Of the world, one got, popping up everywhere. Fifty park runs within about a an hour's drive. Yeah, um, we have a lot. But it was mm. cra- it was cracking park run. They set the female world record down at Pool uh, last year. It got beaten actually down in Adelaide two weeks later. The women's world record. Uh, somebody had run a, a fifteen oh, forty or something. That was um. That would have been. Yeah, oh, I know. I, I know. It's a hyphenated name. Shit. She she broke. Come she broke. Yeah. But that world record was set only. A, about a month earlier in Pool in, in England. Well, they so, got yeah. a heat wave this weekend, haven't they? Apparently, they didn't have a heat wave when I was there. I think the maximum no. temperature I got was eighteen degrees in three and a half weeks. It <laughs> oh, was, Pete. but it, it it wasn't bad weather that we had, but it was just cloudy and and cool and well cold. Probably a better description, but yeah, did a few nice hikes and a few few nice little runs. So it was good for yeah, that's all part of the experience, isn't it? Even if you didn't hit your predicted time. Yeah, oh mate, look, doing look, London. Look, I wanted to go. I wanted to go over there. I wanted to have a holiday. Or basically, we plan a holiday and then make sure that we time it with whatever the the run is. Like if we go to Chicago, I'll be organising a three week holiday around that. Yeah, I'd, I'd love yeah, to do look. Athens, even though it's not a major, because I've never been to Greece anyway. Yeah, so it would be fun to run the original course. Oh, yeah, you know, would, a few of those sort of things. Cool. Does that run along the course of where yes. um, yeah. what's his name ran? Yeah, and and passed out and died at the end of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's pretty hilly, but that's all right. It'll be one of those things. I mean, it, when does that run? When's Athens? Oh, no idea. But I've I've, I've looked it up. 
and I thought, oh, yeah, that's one. When I'm sort of not interested in what time I'm running or anything like that, that's one I'll do then. I'm soak it all in. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of like how you went last week, Nathan. You didn't have any pressure on you to, that's, to uh, do anything and you wound up running really well. That was the interesting thing that I um I just went, I'll, I'll go with the 3.30 pace of Thomas because I know him. And, um, you know, if I want to back off, back off. Um, but I was actually all right with it. So I just thought I'll just stick with it. And um, then I thought, oh, I've just, you know, like it probably, I don't know whether it's helped my Gold Coast training or not. Um, we'll find out in three weeks' time. But um, I was like, well, at least I'll get a PB today. And if I, I'll, I think it'll do my motivation and mental uh, strength better to go sub 330 today. Um, and I know I'll go faster at Gold Coast. So, um, yeah, I've sort of, with talking with Steve, I've changed my sort of goal and uh, paces to sort of maybe go 320 now. So, let's see what Well, you're gonna, you can have that crack at it too. Yeah. yeah. And, and you've still got the one in the bank that you, yeah, exactly. you did last week. It's weekend. not official though, is it? Because I was running under someone else's name. So, I've got to go under that to get an official... That's uh, official to you. Yeah, yeah, it's on your Strava. Strava says, Strava says yes. So, yeah. I, I'm in a bit of a spin because I don't know, like, I was aiming, I, I was hoping to run around 252 at Gold Coast, but I'm just training so well in these big sessions, I feel like I could go quicker. But then I'm like, oh, you want to smoke yourself. Risky. You know, like it's risky going quicker. It, it is, and there's probably a bigger difference between 248 and 252 than what you think. Every, every couple of minutes mm. is... It's different running three thirty and three twenty six. You know that, that four minutes is easier to get than the four minutes from. Yeah, it gets exponentially more difficult. I think what I'll do is I'll I'll, I'll aim to sit at four oh five a k. Yeah, and and just be really weary that I don't start going quicker than that. And I think if that you run sense. at four oh five a k, I'll I'll be very impressed. If you can do faster than that in the last five k of your marrow, yeah, 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 and and if you can't go faster than that in your last five k of the marrow, then you didn't need to be going faster than that at the start of the marrow, yeah, yeah. because you really will have paid for it at the end. It's such a well, hard Pete, thing to get right, isn't it, Pete? What do you think? Do you think sometimes that you go, oh, look, I could go for say, say for instance, say three fifteen? Do I go off at that little bit faster pace, or should I hold it in the bank and go look? 320 like go for the pace of say 320 like steve's going well maybe i'll just go for the three uh, the 252 pace better than speed up steve ran a perfect race last year um he ran 129 for each half and he finished with two hours and 58 yeah now had he gone any faster than that 129 he would not have run 129 for the second half we don't know what he would have run but Mm -hmm. we know he wouldn't have run faster than 129 so that's that's the perfect race. The, the even split is the perfect race. A minute slower is getting close to it. Um, if look, if you if you negative split too much, you probably went out too fast. But very few people do it, as particularly amateurs and even the pros. Do you mean you went out too slow if right. you negative yeah, split? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very yeah. few people go out and negative split, and if they did, they probably have gone out a tad slow. But okay. it's hard to yeah, you know, it is hard one, to know. Um, and look, sometimes it comes back to how important it is for you to get a certain time. 
Yeah. You know, like I, I, I know this year I'm probably going to aim for about 306, but that's a horrible time to aim at because nobody aims for 306 <laughs> because they think, well, why not have a crack at three hours? And if you blow up and run 315, what's it matter if you've run 306 before? Um, yeah. yeah, so I know the first time I went under three hours, I seriously didn't think I could do it. My PB was just under 305. I'd done it three months earlier. But I got sort of talked into it and I thought, I'll bet this only goes for 30K. But at 30K, I thought, well, oh, I think I can squeeze a few more out. And if you got, if you still got the carrot in front of you at 35, 36, it's when you start struggling at 30, you just can't hang in. You can hang in for, I reckon, three or four extra Ks and what you think you can, but you can't hang in for eight to 10. You just See, can't do it. Is last week my half marathon was 143.55. So say one hour 44. And I finished on one, three hours 28, 20, was it 28, 23? So that literally is bang on the same. Yeah. And you'd be wanting to target sort of like 322 or something like that, wouldn't yeah. you? Really? At that, you want to be under 325 anyway. And if you run under 325, I reckon you've had a great race. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, that's, totally board. that's good. Thanks, and mate. your park run, have you gone under 20 minutes of park run? Yep, 1953. Yep. So when I, I used to run in the 320s all the time before I lost a bit of weight, and my park run times were pretty similar to yours. And I was always okay. running between 322 and 328. And what did I do? The the what was the run army, Steve? I think a 44 44 for 10k, but it's a hilly 10k, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon you go quicker than that now, yeah. just based yeah. on what you did at that marathon. That's actually pretty, you know, because you're running, you know, 49 minutes for each 10k of that marathon. You'd go quicker than 44 and a half now. You'd probably go more like 43 and a half. Yeah. And that's just because of the extra volume you got, you'd hang in a bit longer. Yeah. And, and I think that definitely course. made a difference. Lots more volume. I've been doing a fair few weeks of getting you, over. You know how you were saying before, you know, you, you can hang on for those extra few K or whatever. Last year at the, um, was it last year or early this year, the Sunshine Coast Marathon, I, run, I, I had a shocker in the half. But that's how I felt. Like I was on the pace group and then I was, I'd drop off, battle back. As soon as I relaxed, drop off. And it was just a horrible day, you know, when you just, I just couldn't get to that point. It's where easy could, to drop off though, isn't it? I noticed yeah. that last week. It's so easy to not concentrate. All of a sudden you're like 10 meters and then it's 15 meters. And you go, oh, I better get work to get back in and try and sit in there and use a bit of that wind protection. And then before I knew it, at the, in, the 30, in the 30 kilometers, I just, I ended up being 100 meters. But then I think that Thomas slowed because he knew he was well ahead of time. And that managed to get me a call. Yeah, I've paced with him a couple of times, actually. He's always a bit quick, I reckon. Yeah, he, he had, I had on my watch, I said, oh, Thomas, I've got three, I've got 4.58 per K. And he's going, oh, I've got 4.50. And I'm right, I've been up next to him the whole race. He's like, I've got 4.54. So I said, one, we're all right. One but, little a bit of feedback I'd give the Brisbane Marathon is they need better signage of the kilometres. Oh, it's terrible. Is well, off. well <laughs> GPS is always going to play up with in the city at the start. The, terrible, the high yeah. rise. So yeah. you're relying on you're relying on the kilometre markers to be on the on the money. 
And they only had them every five Ks, I've been told. And that certainly when I've done it in the past, that's been an issue. And that's and a Nusa long way. Well. And if I'm the pacer, off. because I, I need to be going on, on what their kilometre markers are, yeah. not what my GPS is telling me. You know, I need to know where I need to be at 10K, 15, 20. And it's yeah. very hard to do on that course. And I'm not even sure that sometimes the kilometre markers have been in the right spot. And when they're only every five, that's a big gap. And I just think it's something all events need to, I don't care at Park Run, because Park Run's run by volunteers and it's free. So you cut them some slack. I don't care if the courses are short or they're long or whatever. Um, but I think if you're paying money, you know, and you're paying 150 bucks to to go in a half marathon or a marathon or something, yeah. expect the distances to be marked out, clearly marked in the right spot. Now, Gold Coast will be good. And that's one of the things about it being a ratified international athletics ratified event. You know that when you hit that marker, that's where it is. Well, yeah. that's, don't worry about what your GPS has said. That's where you need to be. Mm. Um, but but I just think it's a, basic, well. it's a yeah. basic thing that all, all major events, and you hear some terrible cock-ups. And I, I reckon that's because they're subcontracted work out to somebody that isn't a runner. I reckon. I, no, yeah, they're here. just like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like the course to put the yeah. markers there. Because some of them will think, oh, it's a bit hard to put the marker up here. Or I'll just attach it to this post. It's another 50 yards down the. Yeah. No, exactly. it needs to be Heaven. on the kilometre. That yeah. When we did that run army on the same course, I think 3K in, I had like a 315K or something. There's no way I was running that It's quick. one of the reasons I like Jetty to Jetty. It's, it's, it's organised by Morton Bay Roadrunners to take the course measuring seriously. You know, I know that they, they're as passionate about it as you and I are. Yeah. And, They've got their markers in the right spot, which is why I really rate the event. Yeah. And yet Bridge to Brisbane can't do it. It just isn't that stay. that's short, that one, eh? Oh mate. No, yeah, yeah. That is short. Nine point seven kilometers. That's not good enough. You know, yeah, for an event of that magnitude. Yeah. This isn't a local 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 fun run. They can gain three hundred meters over just move the oh, markers a couple of places, oh, eh? Absolutely. And not only was it 300 short, it was just the last kilometre. The first 9K markers, when I did and it, all on Noosa, the Noosa marking was out, and also it was like, I found it was long. It was temp, It was 21.36. A lot of people had 21.3. Yeah, um, you, look, you get that. Well, when you got U-turns, and when you do Noosa, you, you're mm. doing a few U-turns. Um, they, they need to have, if, if it's going to be ratified, it can't be short. It can't be short. So mm -hmm. they do build a little bit of that in. I've heard the yeah. same thing about Noosa, but unless I get the wheel on it myself, I'm never 100% sure. I wouldn't trust GPS. That's why I'm going down yeah. to North Lakes next week to measure out that because I'm going to put put that to bed once and for all. Like um, I'm looking forward to Gold Coast just for that. You know, before the start, everyone's going to be in the tent. Oh. I'm actually looking forward to the, to the X. Expo on the Friday. Oh yeah, that was bloody <laughs> I just good can't wait. Year. And Matilda's like really sort of Matilda's after Matilda watching everyone at the marathon, half marathon, everything. You know, when you do a race, you go, you go. Even if you finish, say you take two and a half hours for the half marathon, you go at the your your maximum. So you're you're stuffed at the end. And she saw these people stuffed, and she was a bit like, oh my god, oh I don't know if I'm going to do. It. You know, you get these negative negative thoughts and and stuff but um i think just being in that atmosphere will be, be uh, you know a big mass event like that would be great and um 
Well, you got a bit of a feel for it last year, Nathan, when you were following us on the bike. Oh, I was on the bike the whole way. <laughs> I've never got stopped yeah. once. I wish I was great. on your bike at about the point. Yeah. You oh, us. mate, you could have had it. You could have had that bike because that seat did well, not just it, backside much good. Yeah, he lent me that bike as well. <laughs> not long after, it was hopeless. <laughs> oh, the seat moves around. Like oh, that. I didn't. I was glad you turned up when you did because I'd sort of like done my dash by then. It was about when I couldn't keep up with Woolly anymore, but. I got him through to I got him through to twenty five thirty k. Yeah, yeah, you took him through. Yeah, the I was taking photos. Actually, did I get any photos? I think I have to have a check, Pete. See, I'm sure I got some photos of you. I'm definite. I'll have a look on the um on Send the them over. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, now looking forward, looking forward to that one. Now, Steve, you um you got yourself. Was that the first your first pair of the Alpha Fly version twos? Yeah. So I got a um I got the new. Well, like they're not, I think the next version comes out in Australia in January. So they're like the version two. Version two you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're the, they've, I was looking at them last night. They've got the Atom Knit Upper. Yes, same. So the yep. Atom Knit Upper on this new version is really, mm. real. I, I hope it just loosens up. Like it's kind of leathery inside. You could put your hand, you find it's a bit tight on your foot. Is that what they issue? Oh, just like this morning, I had to stop um, after the first 10K easy and undo the um, laces. laces. Yeah. But that didn't help. Like I could have took the laces out. It's still. You got enough room in the end. Yeah. But they fit perfect except for around the top of my foot. It feels like it's like choke. You know, Um, if you tied your laces up really tight. They are quite broken. snug. I have to admit, they are quite snug. And I suppose it might depend on what socks you wear. But I reckon you could probably give them a bit of, uh, you know, like with new boxing gloves, we always, you know, yeah. fight gloves, you always play around. I'm with. hoping that they sort of just stretch a little bit, bit and should. Be right. If not, I, I was looking at it. I, I reckon I can nick the left and the right could side be. of each one with a Stanley knife just to open the, because um, it's like kind of like suede. Around yeah, that top, they're, they're slightly different to my other pair that I've got. You could always loose it. You could always tighten it up again with the with the laces. Um, it's a shame, mate. I I I ran today in the Alpha Fly Twos, and I have to say that I think they're comfier than the Alpha Fly Ones, but they don't have as much pop as the Alpha Fly Ones. I think you said something similar. I don't uh, think they're as good, Nathan. I ran uh, London in in Alpha Twos. And yeah. I've got a pair of Alpha Ones that I ran Gold Coast in last year, and I ran in them. Yeah, that forty-two k I did this week. <laughs> My tempos are getting a bit old, and I'm trying to wait till some come on special. I just can't buy them yeah. at the moment, so uh, I'm, I'm, nah. I use the Alphas. Yeah, I use the terrible. Alphas this morning and, la- and on Thursday. They're an old pair of Alpha Ones, and I reckon they're better. Just keep I've chatting. Got, I've, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a brand new pair of Alpha Ones at home, and that's what yeah. I'm going to run Gold Coast in. So this yeah. week. I'm taking them out. I'm going to do a tempo run on Thursday in them, try and do about 12 to 14K at marathon pace in them. Yep. And I'll use them again on park run on Saturday for speed week, you know, down at Sandgate. Yep. They've got that 5K where all of the Burt squad and everybody else go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have 150 runners go under 20 yes. minutes. So they'll be the two hit outs that I have in the new Alphas. But I'm thinking I'll wear them. I, I'm not blaming the Alpha 2s for my... Mm. I was time in London, but I never felt good in them. I've had a couple of runs in them since. Okay. I just don't like them as much. It could just be the pair that I've got. Yeah, but I like the Alpha. I like the. Have alpha. you seen the? Have you seen the Alpha Threes? They look quite a bit different. I haven't. I'll send you. I'll, I'll say I've got, I've got a photo to 
because that um Sifan, she was wearing them at got at the London. I've uh, always been inclined um, to get the previous model <laughs> at yeah. half the price. I, I don't I never think the new models are worth the extra money that they cost. But see, for me in the Alpha Fly ones, I had to put a different insole in them because I found the arch quite high, but they were okay for my first marathon. And then I wore them at Dust Till Dawn 50. But you can um, see that, Nathan, like in there. That yeah. Like really hard material. And it just you might be like, able to soften it up. I'm hoping it's it's sort of like suede. So I'm hoping that over time it just like gets yeah. a bit more like pliable. But I haven't had a problem with them, but I just tell you, mate, I'm going to run Gold Coast in me Adidas. And I have to say, if you get a chance to get them, they're on sale at the moment. So I wonder if there's another version coming out soon. But Rebel will have them on sale. And I have to say, that I cannot recommend them highly enough. Um, they are, you just, your feet feel, you put them, you put your foot in them, and with the alpha flies, I'm like, yeah, they're okay, but I can feel my arch a bit. You put them in there and you go, wow, you, there's nothing to complain about. And I have to say, my calves didn't hurt whatsoever after running with them last week. And, um, um, yeah, they surprised what me. What were they online? This week they were they're two fifteen. They're down to two fifteen online. Lots of different colours, lots of sizes. Um, try a pair of them, Pete. Those Adidas, the Adidas, Adidas, Adidas Pro, Adidas, Adi Zero, Adios Pro Threes. At some uh, point, I'm going to have to try some different brands. Yeah. Or, or Mate, I'll tell you what, you cannot go wrong with them. Like I, I would probably recommend trying a pair on because I've got the Boston Ten, which is my usual twelve, but in them there are. 11 and a half and there's and there's enough room but you probably couldn't go wrong anyway with getting your normal size you've got a bit of extra room for a thicker sock um but i'll tell you what mate i've i cannot they've won more majors with people running them than um than the nike and i have to say like um you have the same cornering sort of issues as you do with the high stack nikes but may i um I cannot recommend them highly enough. I love them. Mate, local legend this week. Got to give it to two people. Firstly, we've got to give it to, to uh, Steve Sparling. Yes. For this morning's Queensland half marathon race. He ran a PB, he ran 130.38. And um, he did, uh, he won, he came third in his age group. So he won. Great bronze medal. Steve. He actually had to race back to the race area and pick it up because they rang him and said, "Mate, you've been called out. You've won a you've won a medal." So well done, Steve. And then also for the same event but a different um, race for the ten k, the South Pine Strider female star of the moment, Aisha. What's her second name? Grandian. Oh, she's run thirty nine twenty two and took yeah. out the ten k. Nice. Mate, that is a bloody good run. Um, sub 40 female. What's she, 20? 23, but she started training with the start of the year. And like she's running 21 faster, minutes of park running. Like she's just blowing that down. But her, her times in these Queensland cross country events, she's running, you know, at the same pace as blokes that I know who are 17 minute park runners. And she's finishing around about the same time as them. Cause you can never really get an idea of what's a good time and what's not on a cross country course, Yeah, but you can get a good idea of who she's finishing close to. And if she's yeah. finishing close to runners that are sub 18 minute park runners, 
that means she's probably going to be a sub 18 minute park runner, if not already. I'm trying to talk her into running next week at Sandgate. Yeah, what she do? But she runs in she runs in pegs or something. She's not even got a set of super shoes. So well, she'll go faster than them. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I've been telling her. Yeah, she'll but, take the and I think she's gonna invest in a pair, yeah, when 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 she can find I'll tell you what though, at, at North at DFO, sorry, the vapor flies, um, and they're a good 10k shoe. The vapor flies is women's half price all the time. Like, yeah, there's same agenda. They didn't have them in her size. I was actually in there oh. a couple of weeks ago and I sent her a message. I said each what size are you? Because they're half for you. They're half price. They had every yeah. other size, but what did she was a seven or a seven and a half, and they had every other size. Oh, well, Otherwise, I was going to get her a pair, and yeah, she yeah. pay me back. But um, Friday, they, I, I was in there. Friday was forty percent off, and um, they had loads again. But Matilda's about that seven, seven and a half. Um, I have to persuade her to get a little bit bigger just for the extra room. Yeah, but I, I think yeah, she puts a pair of those on i'd love her to come down to sand she's going oh i don't know if i need the pressure well there's no pressure <laughs> or there'll be people faster than you and people yeah. slower than you you can be sure of that just get out there and have a well, you're gonna have a crack aren't you yeah yeah i'm just, just gonna, gonna yeah. I, I, i'm not gonna look at the watch i'm just gonna try and get in with a you'll just be keeping up with perkins and co won't you i i'm uh, i'm gonna try and keep <laughs> the guy that i run with this morning is aiming to run oh liam's pretty 16 quick 16 30. Oh, no, sorry. I think he's trying to run 16, 18, something like that, really quick. So if I can keep him just keep him in, in your my sights. eyesight, I'll be. I'll and be he's running well, that. too. He's a guy that's improved out of sight. Uh, Mate, he's. Bloody. A whole lot of those bush turkey guys are. And and I know we bag you out about running with them, you know, about your, <laughs> your lack of loyalty and all the rest, but they're, they're a good bunch of guys. No, and they they all had like loads of success on the track. Like Liam was saying this morning, he did a. Like a nine thirty or something over three k. Like, That's pretty good. Bloody quick time, eh? And he's only young, so he's just going to keep improving. And yeah, I was chatting with that you and yeah, young you and this morning that runs with him, and he's still at high school. And but he's a great kid, and you know, like he run, he goes down the track with him at five o'clock. All these guys that are older than him and that, but he, but he loves it, you know. They're they're a good bunch of fellas, and, and he's bloody quick. Oh yeah, well. yeah. Well, he's runs about the same. I think he's run a fifteen fifty. He has. He told me this morning. That's He's hoping to go under 16 minutes at speed week. That is quick. So there's some people that are going to kick our ass. Yeah, but I, I, Aisha should get down there and just yeah. just do the same thing, get in a pack oh, and mate. just... Well, she killed it at that track criterion relay that you did. Well, she's run as fast as Woolly at the end of it. Yeah. I think her last rep was quicker than my last, yeah, it was. last lap. If you can find someone who's going... Like the speed, speed you want to go out and sit in behind them. I'll tell you, I reckon it makes you know they 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 looked at all that wind tunnel stuff for Kipchoge when he did these sub two hour. And when I was running in that little pack, I think that's what made a difference to me last week. Sitting there in my little Kipchoge wind tunnel, like it, it definitely makes a difference than breaking the the wind for you. Yeah, mate, for sure. It's yeah, yeah got to if. The more you can sort of jump Look, in, and we just won't tuck be. In and... I won't be there next week. Matilda's got a did her longest run of ever yesterday of sixteen kilometers. So, and she was averaging about five thirty four k. So, I reckon she go past. She go sub two ten at the half of the Gold Coast, but um, next week's eighteen k. So, it's her longest run ever. So, Shit, nearly um nearly the full distance. Yeah, that's it. I think you just give her that confidence to 
just go, right, I've only got to do three more K and it's all yeah. over. At least you know you, you can survive. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's all about nutrition now, though, isn't it? That bit of nutrition, water, when to do a gel, everything else. So, um, yeah. And that really saved, you know, I'm always stacked up with me. Different pure nutrition I've just really got on board with them. So shout out to them again. They've uh, good to have um, something that you like and can stomach. Oh, Pete's got to hit it. All right. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for coming up. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, no, and, um, good, shame your London didn't go that well, but mate, it's only it's only a run. It's it's yeah. a first world problem, isn't it, Steve? Yeah, yeah. And you know what? There's always Gold Coast. That sort of made me fired up a bit for that, and I'm hoping that I'll go yeah. a bit better at Gold Coast. I'm training a bit better. I'm hitting better numbers. So. And your alpha ones, we could do a full analysis afterwards. Well, yeah, as I said to you earlier, Nathan, I, the alpha twos, I, I used them and I'm not blaming that for, you know, I'm not suggesting that was the reason, but I, I, I'd never felt, I haven't felt comfortable in them. Yeah. So I've got a pair of alpha ones new in the box. I'll, I'll trial them this week and we'll see how they go. Oh, I'll yeah. just, it's, it's interesting they never had more at DFO of the alpha ones. They had them and they went, that was it. and never got them again. Yeah, I, I, the I got twos. them when they had them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give them a crack at park yeah. run on you know, the speed week there. We'll see yeah. what happens. I won't be keeping up with Willie, that's for sure. Unless Willie tries to keep up with those people I mentioned. <laughs> in which case. He might pass me with a couple of hundred metres to go. He might be lying on the side of the path. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be no, I, think, I think we've done. done All right, we'll see you later, boys. Yeah. Cool. Oh, we'll just wrap it, Nate, as well. Yep. Yep. Great stuff. Have Too a good easy. week, everyone. Yeah, awesome. Imagination, contemplation, hesitating 
my mind We should find in time our minds They will shine with the wonder shine You can put the time on mine So be these purple elephants A twisted intelligence Extension of tolerance Dimension of flowers in my mind Stop rewind Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why Supplemental I can't breathe I can't breathe Close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine Come figure with me in my imagination In my imagination Close your eyes Your troubles behind, yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploitation. My mind, 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 mind.